Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen. This particular episode is being recorded with the phone just right at my face uh, because I keep breaking slash losing microphones and headphones. So here we are. Uh, this episode is about how to read more, but really it can be applied to any goal you may have, whether it's to get in shape, whether it's to pass a CFA program, whether it's to be a better investor, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, so the first step towards reading more is you have to actually want to read more. It's like quitting smoking. You actually have to want to quit. You have to want to read more. And when I say you have to want to read more, I don't mean this kind of whimsical like, oh, I wish I could read more. Like, no, like make it concrete. Make the goal concrete. So, for example, let's say you want to get in shape. You could make that your goal. I will get in shape. But that's too vague. You're never going to wake up one day all of a sudden and be like, oh, my God, I'm in shape. So a better goal would be concrete. A better goal would be like, I'm going to run in a 5K. Now there is a definitive finish line that you will cross. You will go from having not completed your goal to having completed your goal. And that will give you a sense of accomplishment, which will give you confidence that you can then use to complete uh, harder and more difficult goals going forward. An even better goal would be, uh, hey, there's a 5K coming up April 15th, and I'm going to run in that on that day, because now there's a time frame. And the cool thing about putting a time frame to your goals is now you can hold yourself accountable. You can you can track out a plan, and when you start to fall behind, you know life gets in the way or due to injury or whatever, you know that okay, I'm behind, but I can make it up. Like with the CFA program, there's a concrete. Well, I guess they keep fucking you guys around, but theoretically, there's a concrete deadline on when the exam is. So you have a set amount of studying you have to do, let's say, by a set amount of t- uh, by a set date, and so you can partition it out. And if you start to fall behind, you know, okay, either you need to increase um, how long you're studying each day, or start adding study days to your week, or whatever to make up. You know, it's kind of like uh, driving. Just keep analogy after analogy, uh, the more visibility you have when you're driving, the less chance you are to get into an accident, right? Well, when you have a goal, the more you're tracking your progress, the less likely it is you're going to fall short of your goal. And uh, the third thing I'll say about goals is make it public. So if you listen to my influence episode, I talked about how during the Korean War, the Chinese used this psychological trick on American POWs, which is essentially when you say something, whether you believe it or not, when you say something, it becomes part of your identity. And so when you state like, hey, I have this goal, I am going to accomplish this by this time, and you start, you make it known to other people, it becomes part of your identity. And so they're going to ask you, they're going to be like, oh, hey, how's your you know, how's, how's that thing going? And if you've been falling behind, you're going to feel a sense of shame. And if you're on track, you're going to feel a sense of pride. And both ways, it's going to be motivating you uh, to complete, uh, complete your goal. So again, the first step towards reading more is you have to want to read more, make it a goal. And so, uh, you know, you could say, hey, here's a, here's a list of books I'm going to read by the end of the year. So this could be like a bunch of classics, you know, maybe like Shakespeare or something. Or it could be here, here's a list of investment books. You know, I've always wanted to read uh, security analysis for whatever the fuck reason. Or like Phil Fisher or Pat Dorsey or Peter Lynch or, you know, 
whatever, Seth Klarman. And like, okay, I've always wanted to read this book. And so just say, hey, make it your goal. Make a list of books you want to read by the end of the year. Or it could be New York Times bestsellers, whatever the case may be. Um, or it could be like a number of books. So for example, my girlfriend, she reads a book every two weeks. So her goal is 26 books for the year. Now that may sound like a lot, but this is where we're going to get into the second part, which is you have to prioritize reading. So let's look at it. So a book every two weeks, let's say a book is 300 pages on average. And let's say you read about 30 pages an hour. That means it's going to take you about 10 hours to read a book. That means you're going to have to read about five hours a week. Now that's an hour a work day. That may seem like a lot, like, oh man, I don't have an hour to read, you know, five days a week. Okay, maybe you in particular don't, but the average American does. Because the average American spends over three hours a day watching TV. I learned that by researching Netflix. And the average American spends over two hours a day on their phone. And perhaps there's some overlap in there. Uh, but the, the point is, if you're an average American you have plenty of low-hanging fruit. So if you really want to read, prioritize reading over these other things. Like really look at your life and be like, what are some things that I want to cut out and replace with reading? I'm a strong believer in good habits driving out bad habits. So I used to smoke intermittently. And what really helped me quit was jogging because I would spend like a month jogging then I'd go out for drinks, and I'd smoke like a pack of cigarettes, and I'd go out jogging in the next couple of days, and I'd lose all my progress. And so next time I was at a bar and someone lit up a cigarette, instead of thinking, oh man, wouldn't that be sweet? I looked at that cigarette and go, oh man, if I smoke that, I'm going to lose like all that progress I've done the last uh, month or two of jogging. So good habits drive out bad habits. And I uh, actually recommend The Power of Habit. I almost did an episode on it by, what, Charles DeHigg. And so he talks about how habits work. So the first time you do something, whether it's tying your shoes or whatever, it's uncharted territory for your brain. Okay. But the more you do something, your brain kind of sets up like these pathways that isn't kind of like it's literally setting up pathways through your brain to make that thing easier and easier to do. So, you know, the first day that I would wake up and read a report, let's say, probably pretty hard. But after I've been doing it and doing it and doing it, it's before you know it, you're halfway through the report before you even you've even thought about the option of not doing it. It's like you just wake up and boom, you're at the gym because you've been going to the gym every day for the last. Uh, whatever. So that's really the power of habit. And you know, it works both ways. You know, you can have bad habits, you can have good habits. Um, so anyway, I'm a strong believer in using good habits to drive out bad habits. Uh, and another thing that helps me as far as prioritizing reading is I mentioned reading reports first thing in the morning is creating time slots. So I naturally waste a lot of time online. It's, it's just an, it's an addiction. It, I have low willpower, whatever you want to say. But um, so what I do is I heavily restrict my electronics usage during certain times. So before noon, after nine, no electronics on Sundays. I, like These just work for me. I'm not saying you have to do them. I'm just saying by restricting uh, certain things I want to do less of, that leaves room for me to do things I want to do more of, like reading, for example. Um, and the final thing I want to say 
is uh, read what you want. And this is my last point. Read what you want. And I think this goes without saying, except in school, they ingrain in our heads that reading is like this chore. They put a gun to your head and they have you read this classic that no teenager would ever be able to appreciate. And they force you to read it or else you're going to get a bad grade. And so most people, that's their experience with books is just what they were forced to read in school. And so it's a negative connotation in their mind. So I would say, read what you want. Like, yeah, sometimes, like, for example, I'm reading this one book by Sean Carroll, who's this astrophysicist. And it started off really good. And then now it's into biology and I really don't like biology. And so I'm going to keep with it because it's, it's kind of like spinach. You know, like sometimes you're eating something, not because you like it, but just because like it's good for you. Sometimes that applies with books. But you don't want your entire fucking plate to be spinach. Like, if you want to read more, the best thing you can do is just find fucking amazing books that you just can't put down. Um, so if you're reading some book and you're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? I can't read. Chances are there's nothing wrong with you. It's just there's something wrong with that book. Or not even something wrong with the book. It's just you don't, it's just, there's, there's not a connection there. You know, it's like a TV show. You start watching a TV show. It sucks. Don't force yourself to finish it. It's like, well, I, I watched the first episode of Walking Dead. Now I got to fucking watch all of them. And no, like if you don't like something, if after a season three, you're like, oh my God, like the show's starting to suck, then skip it. There's, there's infinite television out there and there's infinite books. So if you don't like a book, skip it. And honestly, like most books are way longer than they need to be. Like, I think it's just part of like the publishing deal where it has to be a certain length or they want it to have a certain, uh, you know, bookshelf presence at the store or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, but in any case, don't feel bad about just ditching a book when it starts to get boring or read what you want. And the last thing I would say, um, if you're having trouble finding new books to read, uh, think of some of the best books you ever read. Think of those authors and Google to see if they have any other books, you know, like, um, you read one Malcolm Gladwell book, and it's amazing. Chances are there's more. You read one book by Dan and Chip Heath, you know, there can be more. Uh, the Freakonomics guys, they were, you know, not just Freakonomics, but then Super Freakonomics, and then Think Like a Freak, and how to, like, trust me, like, if these guys are making money writing books, they're probably going to write more. So if there's an author you like, they've probably written more. And also, um, they might recommend other books at the end of their book, or maybe they'll reference other books other authors, uh, either in the footnotes or actually in the text, and that can lead you to some interesting ideas. Um, you can actually Google people you admire, whether it's like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, and you can see what books really influenced those people. It's kind of like if you're into music, like, hey, I really like such and so a band. Well, let's see what bands influence them. Well, and then, like, Mark Cuban actually recommended a, a bunch of books I really enjoyed. Like, Rework was one of them. Uh, one of, like, Peter Tobias was really good. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. New York Times bestsellers you can do. Uh, like, recommend, recommendations from friends, from Amazon. Um, Goodreads is a good app. The recommendations suck, but I'm really cheap. So when I go to a bookstore, I just look. Like, oh, that looks cool. And so I'll punch it into Goodreads and I save it to my want-to-read list. So next time I go to the library, I have this unending list of books I can look up to see if they have. So I just always just have a bunch of amazing books for me to choose from. And doing that helps me read more because there's just always more stuff I really want to read. So anyway, um, hopefully uh, you've gotten some value out of this. Hopefully you're able to apply it uh, to not only reading, but you know, whatever else. Uh, you're trying to do. 
So, well, thank you very much for listening and have a great day. Bye-bye.